welcome to episode three of Just Need a Vent. Ah! <laughs> I'm so shocked that I am here filming episode three because to be honest, I almost threw it all away. I almost completely stopped the podcast. I almost deleted all of my social media accounts and I'm thankful that I didn't. Unfortunately, I am a huge emotional reactor sucks I know this about myself and I want to dive into it because gosh these past few weeks have been so intense my mental health all of the mental chatter mental chaos everything has hit an all-time low I don't think I've had such emotional and mental distress probably in 10 plus years It was extremely challenging, but as you know, if you've been following the podcast, if you haven't, please check out episodes one and two before proceeding if you would like. But if you've been following, you know that my old roommate who was very toxic, we were both toxic towards each other, but we finally split ways. And during that time, it's been quite a few months now, but during that time, the person that I was talking to, who is now my boyfriend, was going through a living arrangement that he needed to get out of and I was getting out of my living arrangement so things kind of just worked out it kind of just fit and we decided maybe we should move in together like why not let's try it out this is all great and everything and trust me when I say that I manifested this happening I did the fact that I'm even with this person that this person has given me opportunity after opportunity when Quite frankly, I haven't deserved it is beyond me. But of course, as I've told you in previous episodes, I run after toxicity, after people that don't treat me right, emotionally abusive relationships and partners is what I seem to attract and settle for. This person is completely not that. And so as this person has been moving in with me and adjusting to these new living arrangements and situations. I tried to self-sabotage, to be honest, and I tried to basically do anything and everything to push this person away. And it tanked my energy, it tanked my mental health to such a degree that I felt like I was reliving my childhood and everything seemed so foreign because everything seemed like it was working out and everything seemed great, but because it wasn't toxic and because it wasn't something that was bad for me, I was so not used to it. And so all of these old traumas and unhealed wounds came back up that I had to face. And so the past few weeks have been really challenging. So for those of you that don't know, over 10 years now in my early 20s, I got diagnosed with bipolar disorder with psychotic outbursts. I got diagnosed with depression, major depression actually, mild schizophrenia, and I would suffer from severe panic attacks and anxiety of all kinds. And so I think a part of me is very thankful that I went through this experience because it kind of brought me closer together with my partner and it showed me that I can be myself and open up to him because I tried to go through this by myself. Like, 
when I was around him, smiles, I'm happy, everything's great. But I was silently suffering. I didn't want to tell him. I didn't want to tell anybody, which is pretty normal for me because I push everybody away and I go through so much mental chaos and just crazy things are happening in my brain and nobody knows about it because I'm so good at wearing a mask and being such a perfectionist on social media and to the world. It's what I know. It's what I do. It's pretty fake and it sucks, but that is my go-to. So I think honestly doing this and being open about it was such a big step for me. But honestly, also I heard something and you know when you hear something and it kind of unlocks this thing in your mind where you where you just find relief, where you just feel so much better because things make sense. So I think I've been chasing just this perfect version of myself where I don't suffer from mental disorders, where I'm good, where everything's great, where I'm just happy, I'm just positive, and everything is fine. And unfortunately, or fortunately, that's just not the reality. That's just not life. That's never going to happen. And my boyfriend put it in such a good way, but he made me realize that this is just going to be something that I forever deal with and that I'm always going to have some type of mental disorder. And he said it in such a loving and caring way where it brought me relief because I felt like I could just be myself. Like I didn't have to chase this perfect version that I've been forever trying to get to because it's not going to happen. And because of that, I've literally held back from doing so many things, from sticking in industries that I settled for, that I didn't even want to be in because I felt like I could only do those things. For the longest time, I wanted to put out eBooks and put out courses and put out things to genuinely help people but I felt like such an imposter and I felt like I couldn't do that and I couldn't be myself because I was trying to achieve this level of perfection. I've been listening to personal development for years. Probably, I think in 2015, I picked up my very first entrepreneurial book and I dove deep into personal development to literally go on this journey to try to heal myself, to try to become this perfect version of myself. And obviously I never got there, but it's so easy to look at people on social media, whether you're in the personal development space or not, but to look at like self-help gurus and coaches and people that put out motion, motivational videos and all of these things that are inspirational and teach you how to love yourself more and how to get to the next level and how to find your purpose in life. It's so deceptive because these people are putting out such a perfect version of themselves. And so that's what you strive for. And then specifically me, I can't speak for everyone, but then I just don't feel like I'm good enough or like I haven't gotten there yet. And because of that, I haven't put stuff out and that sucks because I do really believe that my story and things that I've gone through and the way I've dealt with things can help so many people. 
but I feel like such a fraud, like I said, putting things out knowing that my mental health is still a roller coaster. Like my mental chatter and the chaos that's going on in my head, like I'm trying to silence it and trying to become, again, perfect before I put myself out there. And I'm not going to do it anymore because I'm just never going to be there. But I think the best thing that I can do is to talk about my struggles and talk about how I am suffering and how things aren't always great because that's life and that's how it is for all of us. I'm sure you're going through some type of healing from a traumatic experience that you're suffering in silence yourself that you have negative voices in your head, like all of these things are so normal, but it's easy to fall in the trap of looking externally, seeing perfectly curated social media content, and then judging yourself because you're just not there, like your life doesn't look like a perfectly curated Instagram feed. And so, I don't know, it's crazy because Although, like literally although, these past few weeks have been some of the lowest moments. Like I've been in psych wards, I've been in crisis centers, I've literally tried to commit suicide over 20 times. I used to cut my wrist, I used to try to OD, just so many different things in my youth and in my early 20s that, ugh, being in such a dark place again, because I've been in a dark place. Like I said, I've been in this toxic environment. Things have been up and down, but I knew why it was there. I knew why I was feeling this way. During the past few weeks, I couldn't understand why I was feeling this way and why it was so dark because everything was going right. Like everything externally was going exactly how I wanted it to go. I was moving in all the right directions and everything was so aligned. I'm so about alignment. Like I believe in spirit animals and angel numbers and just different things that prove and show me personally that I'm exactly where I need to be. There's alignment around me and things are going right. Even though everything might not be right, everything is right for right now. And so it just, didn't make any sense because I left this toxic environment. I'm bringing in another person that means the world to me that I want to spend my life with. Everything from closing doors to things I didn't even want to be in anymore and making positive steps forward. I still went into such a dark place and I had no idea why, but looking back, I, it all makes sense. I mean, hindsight is always 2020, and it's kind of cool to be able to look back and see that and to understand that I needed this because I think had I not gone through this, I feel like I would have still been chasing perfection. And again, in previous episodes, I've been trying to say that I'm tired of wearing a mask. I'm tired of being or trying to be this perfect person on social media and act like I have it all together because that's what I think I'm supposed to do, but I don't. And I think that that's perfectly okay. To give you a little insight to where my mind was for the past couple weeks, I have been writing poetry. And so I wanna read a couple of the poems that I have written because I think 
right now it's easy for me to talk about because I feel so much better. There's not all of this crazy self-talk. I feel like my mental health right now, my emotional health right now is at a high. So it's hard for me to really express how dark I was, how chaotic my mind was, and how negative my mindset was, my emotions were. So over the past months, I've been really diving into NFTs because I love art. I want to be a part of it. I think it's going to be the future. If you don't know what NFTs are, pause the video, do your own research. I think everybody should be a part of this. And initially when I got into it, I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. But I started to put on this perfectionist hat and create things that were so perfect, like digital art that was symmetrical, that looked great, every small detail. I wanted to have exactly how I envisioned in this very perfect way. And it didn't feel right. So I decided to pick up a pen, put it to paper and doodle because I never do that. All of my art and everything that I do is digital. So I have a way to delete, erase, alter, bend, move, change colors. Anything that I want to do digitally is so easy because if I don't like something, I can alter it. So I decided to get a pen and paper, like I was saying, and draw. And so, these were the first images that I created. Honestly, I don't even want to show these right now, but I think it's important because I'm talking about not being perfect and this is not perfect at all. For those of you not watching the video and listening, these doodles are ugly. <laughs> they look disgusting. When I first saw this, I almost ripped up the sheet of paper and I was like, well, that's great, but I'm never going to use this. And probably about a week after I drew this, I went back and I stared at it and I kind of fell in love with it because it showed exactly what my mindset does, which is try to find perfection in everything. And so I photographed these images and I was like, you know what, I'm going to sell these because why not? Why am I stopping myself? That is not something that I want to do. And so they are now available on OpenSea. I will drop the link below if you want to check them out. But the amazing thing that happened was I needed to write descriptions for OpenSea to be able to sell the NFTs. This helped me so much. So essentially what I did was I put one of the images on the screen and I wrote exactly how I felt looking at them. And like I said, they're ugly little doodles. Like they don't look perfect and it's kind of cringy to look at, but it was exactly what I needed. So this was the very first poem that I wrote. Ugh. I don't want to read this. It's so scary to be open, honest, authentic, and vulnerable to the world. But I think it's important because it shows exactly how I felt and exactly how I feel a lot of the time. Times that I literally don't tell anyone about. This is how I feel and so, ugh, okay. <sighs> Take a breath, let me collect myself. All right, this is 
my first one I will put up the doodle on the screen if you're watching so that you can see how I felt looking at this specific doodle and sharing my emotions long ago I lost my soul told if I fit into this mold I wouldn't be so cold silly me only wanted to feel free and they used it against me now I'm so far gone staring into this void withdrawn the world sort of blurry my mind rages in fury only pick these flowers because you made them look so pretty jaded now that the beauty has faded tried letting go drowning overflow can't grasp it must be habit I don't know can't stop watering them so they grow roots buried deep into my soul feels heavy there's just too many thorns on my back cause these panic attacks I listen to society now I'm drowning in anxiety and then underneath that it's the line that says trying to fit in because that's what this specific poem encompasses is me constantly trying to fit in with standards that I put on myself that society puts on people and just these unrealistic expectations so that was the poem that came from it and then the description for the specific doodle is have you ever looked at someone and wanted what they have so you change something about yourself to be a little more like them at first a little doesn't seem like a lot until one day you look yourself in the mirror and don't recognize the person looking back at you over and over again i have tried to fit in becoming what others including family relationship partners and society wanted me to be i feel like i have lost my soul buried underneath the things i became that were never me when someone that you're not becomes who you are letting go is hard sitting with all of these versions of myself i stare into the void filled with an abundance of things none of them with meaning why because i didn't want these things in the first place i was just trying to fit in i wish i could be more like this doodle dude who doesn't give a fuck about fitting in ah, just reading that takes me back i can feel the pressure on my chest i can feel anxiety coming up because that's exactly how I've felt most of my life, always trying to fit into this box, into this cage. And it sucks because the pressure is real as much as I would like to tell myself, well, get over it, just be yourself, be authentic. We can read cute little quotes and listen to other people talking about how easy it is for them to just be themselves. And, oh, I'm just being me, I'm just doing me. It's not that easy for me and I feel like it's not that easy for a lot of people or more people would be unique and more people wouldn't be following trends and trying to look like top celebrities and top influencers and I fall into that category and I think holding on to it has done so much more damage to myself which is why I love having this podcast just need a vent because I literally just need a vent about things. I hold on to so much within and it feels like I'm carrying a bag on my shoulders with all of my problems trying to move to my future, but I'm holding all of this anger and hatred and resentment and all of these negative feelings that aren't serving me and I'm keeping them within. So it feels so good to 
do things like this, write this poem, and then to share it out, to speak it out, and to get it out of myself because it feels like a disease within me that's just growing bigger and bigger and stronger. And then it causes all of these mental breakdowns because I overflow, that's literally what it is. I boil to the surface and then I overflow. So I'm going to try a little bit harder to continue to share and to express and to share all of the negative aspects of myself with the positive aspects because I am also going through so many great things, but that doesn't minimize the negativity and how I feel sometimes and the emotional traumatic things that I deal with, things from my past, things from my present, and I'm sure things that I will also go through in the future no matter how good my life is. So I'm gonna read two more of these poems because like I said, I think it's so important and things that we all deal with. Perpetual misery, everything spinning, dizzy, dumb, filling my body, trying to feel numb. Works for a bit, wears off, need another hit. Why are you so sad? It can't be that bad, only making me more mad. I reach for anything, grab, sleep deprived, wondering why I'm alive. I don't know how I'll survive. How long did you miss them after they died? And that one is by addicted because I'm sad, sad because I'm addicted. The description for the doodle says, have you ever felt dependent upon something? Something that for even just a moment made you feel better? It sucks when you already feel bad about something and then you feel even worse because you know you shouldn't be doing the thing that is making you feel better. Some days I feel like I have it together. Other days, like today, I feel like I can't do anything right so I'll indulge and feel worse about myself. The cycle continues. I don't know who needs to hear this, but for those of you that question why you're alive, same. Life sucks and it be like that sometimes, my dude. When nobody seems to be there for you, I hope you find a little comfort with this doodle dude like I have. Feeling frustrated, upset, and numb. So for the first time in my entire life, I watched the show Intervention. So if you don't know what Intervention is, it basically documents somebody that has an addiction and then their family and friends come together to try to get this person to seek help. Honestly, watching it triggered me so hard. I felt like it was so unrealistic And ironically, I watched it the day after I wrote this poem. So I was already feeling these things. I didn't even seek it out. My boyfriend was like, oh, have you seen this show? And he showed it to me and it put me on edge. I thought it was so interesting how a group of people surround somebody that has an addiction as if they too don't have addiction but also as if they were not part of the reason and cause of the person becoming addicted. I really do feel like we all have addictions. It doesn't have to be something so intense like alcohol or drugs, but I feel like we're all addicted to something. It could be our phones, social media, sugar. 
It could be distracting yourself with something that makes you forget about what you're going through. People are addicted to things because of pain and because of trauma and tragedy or because they're trying to just feel better so that they can forget about their problems, what's actually going on in their lives. Like it's pretty common that we all share something in common, which is addiction. And so the show really triggered me because I was like, why aren't they all getting help? Why aren't they sitting together in a group saying, I take responsibility for how I showed up to cause a piece of this? Maybe it was only 1% of the reason why they are addicted, but I think the people around us sometimes drive us to get these addictions because none of us are good. The way our parents raised us really does influence us and that's why it's so hard for me to look at my mental disorders and call them mental disorders because a part of me doesn't know where to draw the line between okay this is definitely a mental disorder and this is probably the cause of how I was raised some traumatic experience I went through from childhood so it's hard to determine what I was kind of born with and what I was born into so it kind of triggered me because I feel like we could all use a little help. Let's just say somebody goes seeking help for an addiction and then when they get out, they come right back into the environment that was probably a small cause or maybe a large cause of why they're addicted. So if they all don't get help, then I really do feel like it's going to be even more challenging to stay away from what you're addicted to because addiction is hard if we could all just stop being addicted to things that would be great but that's just so unrealistic and so i often think if you are judging someone or if you feel like somebody could really use help i think that is great but i also think that it is great to take accountability to how you might be affecting others to understand and realize that how we treat others has a lasting effect. Like I'm sitting here still talking about daddy issues and how I was raised and trauma that I experienced over 25 years ago. It sticks with you. And on the other hand, I feel like it sucks because I know that I have caused so much trauma in other people. And I know that if it's taken me so long to talk about these things and to release them and to heal, I can only imagine what other people are feeling because I have treated them poorly, because I have done something that they are holding on to. And that really sucks. And if you are one of those people that I have affected, I genuinely am sorry. I know I've affected a whole lot of people. It's one of the very reasons why I said earlier that I have done everything in my power to manifest and change to become the best version of myself to be able to maintain and sustain my relationship because I've done a lot of things that I will get into on a whole another episode where I will talk about all of my relationship drama and trauma that I have endured and caused to others but I know for a fact that I have caused a lot of pain in a lot of people and have hurt a lot of people. And for that, I choose to seek help before I try to point fingers and tell other people to seek help. So that is kind of what this 
was about. I felt like oh, I'm addicted to so many things and I only am addicted to things because I feel bad about my life, about what's going on, about things that I'm feeling. But then I feel even worse because I'm addicted to things and it's such a cycle and it creates such a pressure on my shoulders, a pressure in my mind to again, be perfect. Jamie, you're not perfect and that's okay. That is okay. That is a reminder to myself and to anybody that feels like they are trying to do anything and everything to find this perfect life where they are free from any negative emotions, all of their mental health problems, all problems in general. It's just not going to happen. Tell me one person that has found that. Like, there's been people at the top of the chain to commit suicide and to OD and to go through their battles that we see publicly. And then on the other side of the spectrum, there's people in poverty as well that are struggling. There's people in middle class that are struggling. We all have our own struggles and battles and it's super selfish to say, well, get over it, change something. If you just change, if you work harder, if you do this, if you do that, unfortunately, more this or more that is not going to solve problems and get us to break free from addiction and to live this perfectly great, positive life. It's not going to happen. And toxic positivity is real. Life is not an Instagram quote even though I was living my life to try to make it seem like it was. So let's read my third poem. I wrote so far a total of seven, but I'm just going to read this one. It's interesting because I feel like when I read the first one, how I felt within where I immediately put up walls and I didn't want to share this vulnerable, real side of myself because this stuff is deep and dark. It's interesting because now that I'm reading the third poem, I can feel myself a lot more relaxed. My heart isn't racing like it was before I read the first one. And I think my whole point of saying that is things are going to scare you and do it anyways. Like push yourself past your comfort zone because your comfort zone was likely created because you were trying to protect yourself whether it's from negative judgments. And I know I keep going back to perfectionism, but I think it is so important to keep saying and keep talking about because this has had such a control over my life and has stopped me from doing things like this. I love poetry. I love creating and talking about things. Specifically, the music that I listen to is a lot of rock, a lot of metal, and a lot of like, emo or just songs and ballads that are deep and dark and it's just what I like but it's hard for me to express that with people because of the perfectionism that I try to get people to perceive me as and that's just not my truth and that's not my reality this is I love this stuff like this is such a cool moment for me so this is my third poem that I wrote in the midst of this emotional and mental roller coaster that I was on over the past few weeks. <sighs> Rolling my eyes, 
Why am I wearing this disguise? Word vomit, lies. Saying what I think you want to hear. How you perceive me is my biggest fear. Now you think I'm something I'm not. Trying to remember what I said so I don't get caught. Locked up the real me and threw away the key. On my knees, begging please. Being who you want me to be is my disease. I don't know who I'm going to be today, but I'll be whatever you want me to be. Clay. Fake. Wasting away. Doing everything in my power to make you stay. And that is by a look into the mind of a people pleaser. The description under this doodle says, Have you ever changed to fit in with the people you're around? Guilty. Oh, you like this type of music? So do I. You want a girlfriend open to things that keep me up at night? Absolutely. You like these activities? Wow, those are my favorite. I can't remember how many times I've done a Google search to learn about something I wasn't into to fit in with others. Making up stories, speaking the lingo, buying new clothes, and even taking on entire career paths because I wanted to be liked. I hate when people are like, if you know you're doing it, then just like stop. Chances are you're going to never stop. So like me, continue to mold to those around you. So to that I say, fuck dude, this shit sucks, but I'm addicted to how people perceive me. Instead, the real me buried deep below this fake life I've built up sends you a virtual hug. When you feel like you've had enough, roll your eyes with this doodle dude and carry on. Feeling like a fraud. That's so interesting because I didn't even know what the third poem was about. I wrote these and then put them away. I wrote these a couple weeks ago. How relevant to what I was talking about before I read the poem. And it's changing and trying to be something that I'm not, trying to be this perfect person that people will like. I don't know why or where this even came into my life, but I think this came from my childhood and trying to get my parents to like me and to change and shift because I felt like I could never be myself, specifically around my father. I had to be who he wanted to be, be a little bit more stern, be a little bit like this, a little bit like that, because if I wasn't, I felt like I wouldn't receive love and like he would always get mad at me and yell at me. And I think since then, I've always shifted and molded and tried to be people I wasn't because I've been trying to fill this void like I said last week, I took on entire career paths because I didn't feel like I was enough. Like I felt like I needed to be certain things so that people would like me. It's crazy, but that is a disease. I've been addicted to that. I've been addicted to how people perceive me and I'm trying to break free. Chances are I might not ever break free and there might be a little piece of me that always shifts and molds and adjust to peer pressure and to standards and all of this stuff that's around me, I probably will be like that for the rest of my life. Thankfully, I have much more self-awareness and I'm trying hard, literally, I'm trying so hard to just be myself. Like, ugh, not Unicorn Queen Jamie, not Model Jamie, not Performing Arts Jamie, not Jamie who has these accomplishments and achievements, just Jamie. 
Jamie, that feels like shit a lot. Jamie, that feels like she's not good enough a lot. Jamie, that has these negative emotions. Jamie, that's bipolar, that changes her mind, that gets depressed, that has these ups and downs, that likes these magical things, that has a lot of great moments. There's so much about myself and I've been trying to put myself into a box. And again, all of these things are such pressure things that I'm just carrying around and trying to live my life so that nobody finds out, so that nobody sees through. I can make you believe anything that I choose. And that is scary. And that's not who I want to be. That's hurtful and deceptive to other people. And that's hurtful and deceptive to myself. I'm trying to call myself out. I'm writing these poems so that I'm able to express this side of myself because I think oftentimes we build up such an illusion and one lie needs to another lie and before you know it, we're living this completely false narrative because, oh, I love that type of music. Oh, I like doing these types of things. And before you know it, you build up this whole fake personality that you kind of have to just live with and then it adds up and it feels like such a pressure and it feels so good. <laughs> To just let it out and to be real and honest about that because that's just fact that's just me and unfortunately that's a lot of us and that's okay it's totally okay it's totally human of us we don't have to be perfect one more time for myself one more time for you we don't have to be perfect it's okay, it's going to be okay. And I have to keep reminding myself that through the ups and through the downs, that it is going to be okay. I'm so sick and tired of judging myself. I'm so sick and tired of trying to always feel good all of the time and judging when I feel low and not putting myself out there, not putting my art and my work and things out into the world because I'm not ready yet, because I haven't gotten to a certain point yet, because I am not to the level where other people are at yet. What level? Where? What am I talking about? All of these things are illusions. They're all perceptions. They're all things that I hold in my head that nobody else really sees that only cause me to hold myself back that only cause me to not put myself out there to not talk about what i really want to talk about to not share the things that i really want to share do the things that i really want to do because i'm not ready i'm never going to be ready i'm never going to be perfect i'm never going to be at a certain level and i'm never going to be free from negativity from depression from being bipolar being schizophrenic these things are just me and whether they are from mental disorder or whether they're from trauma whether they are protective mechanisms that I've built up to literally protect myself and to survive in the world being Jamie whatever they are literally it's okay and I'm going to push past all of these walls. I'm going to open up the cage that I literally put myself in because I was trying to protect myself. I'm just going to open up the cage. I'm going to remove this 
illusion of a box that I have placed myself in and just be free. Be free to be me. That's all I want to be. Literally, it's okay to just be myself. I don't have to wear these masks. I don't have to be a unicorn all the time. I don't have to be this or that. And if I want to, that's great. But I'm trying to like plan ahead and to prepare myself in a certain way or always be on, always be positive, always be this, always be that. It's overwhelming. It's exhausting. And I'm missing out on the present moment. I'm missing out on today because I'm always so caught up in my past and trying to analyze and heal and go through all of these things that I just want to let go. But then on the other side of the spectrum, I'm always stressing about the future. What's going to happen? Is it going to work out? Is it going to be a repeat of my past? How can I protect myself? How can I do things so that people like me? How can I receive love? There's so much that I'm doing and are exerting so much energy that is completely unnecessary because if I was totally okay with just be who you are, be in this moment, whatever comes in the future, I'll be prepared for it and it'll be okay. And if I'm not, great. And if I fail, great. It doesn't matter. But I've been so caught up in looking at people's perfectly perceived lifestyles that they're sharing on social media, trying to live up to standards and expectations that I've put on myself, that I've allowed society to put on me, that I have to be at a certain level by a certain age, have certain successes and have made it and have done this or done that. Who cares? All I care about right now is that I'm able to put my stuff out into the world, that I'm able to help people by being myself and to share my story and to continue to talk about the negative stuff that goes on in my life. And that's what I'm gonna continue to do here on my podcast, Just Nita Vent, because I need to get things out. Clearly, I'm holding on to so much. And yes, I talk to people. And yes, I'm starting to slowly get myself out there, share my emotions, share my traumas to the right people so that I can help myself. But I want to share this with you, with the world, so that you feel free and you hopefully feel inspired to not carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. This shit is heavy. This shit sucks. And holding on to it doesn't make it better. Holding on to it doesn't make it easier. Getting it out there, whether that's by writing a poem or creating art, creating music, getting it out and expressing and putting meaning and words to what you're feeling, it's so helpful and it might not be helpful in that moment because as I was writing these poems, it's not like I was like, okay, great, I got it out, I'm better. No, not at all. I was still feeling the pressure. I still felt like that for so much more time after I had written this out, but doing things like that does help. This podcast has been helping. I sing all the time. All of the songs that I sing are sad, depressing, emotional, negative songs. And it feels great. I love to sing along to this music because it helps me to give words and meaning and expression to what I'm carrying within myself. So I really encourage you to spend a little time figuring out what feels right for you to express yourself. You don't have to broadcast it to the world and maybe you want to. So maybe start your own podcast 
or your own blog or your own community, your own groups, go on live, go on Twitch, write poetry, create art. Like I said, I created these doodles. There's no words on these doodles. I didn't create these with the intention of giving meaning to them, but I felt a certain way and I did this so that I would stop being a perfectionist. And that's exactly what I did. And it ended up helping me in the future because it allowed me to feel how I felt, to write these poems and to express myself. So whatever that is for you, please take a moment to figure out how you can best express yourself so that you're not holding the weight of the world on your shoulders. Thank you so much for joining me on episode three. I'm so glad I didn't throw it all away, that I didn't delete my socials and that I didn't react during one of my emotional lows, as I typically do. I typically ruin a lot of things by acting on impulse when I am very emotional. So thank you, Jamie, for not doing that because I need this podcast more than I can express to you. I love you. Hopefully I will see you next week unless we go on another emotional roller coaster journey, but I'm hoping that I'm able to start sharing consistently every Thursday. But if I don't get to, that's okay too. Love you guys so much.